This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I really can't believe, although I'm not completely surprised, that they have resurrected Stormy Daniels from the dead, brought her back from the dead. Not really, not literally. Take it easy. I have no axe to grind with, what's her name? Stephanie Clifford or something like that. I don't believe either name. They both sound phony to me. I want I want to say that I don't think she's a particularly attractive woman, but you know I don't think my wife would appreciate me saying that. My wife, my wife might say, well, "What do you think is a? What do you consider to be a attractive?" Well, you, dear, of course. I don't think my wife would like me talking. And it's disrespectful to her, Miss uh, Miss Daniels, and you know her family and whatnot. And I really don't have any axe to grind. But I just, I cannot believe that the whole story, but I guess my point about the, the looks, I mean, let's just face it, I, I would say on the on the scale of, um, you know, pole dancer stardom, I don't know what you would say. What's the, what's the award uh, uh, group that provides that award? I don't know. I'm thinking we're not talking five stars here, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> And I think to myself, you know, with somebody like Donald Trump, you know, is that realistic? I know I'm thinking just, you know, from an awful guy's perspective right now. I guess. I don't know why it is. I'm just thinking they look a little mismatched to me. Uh, But then I think it's part of the whole dig, right? Like, yeah, we're going to accuse you of being, you know, with a prostitute. And not even a good one, <laughs> you know. I don't, this is also wrong, isn't it? So inappropriate. Well, anyway, the reason that I bring it up, uh, mid. This is CNBC. You know, this isn't you know one of these right winger uh, papers. Okay, <laughs> CNBC from 2018. By my count, January 31st, 2018. Let's call it five years, right? We're all friends. Five years. Adult film star Stormy Daniels said in a statement on Tuesday, the alleged affair with Donald Trump never occurred. Oh, boy. Well, maybe she was under the uh, influence of something. Then they've got this picture of her here. Quite frankly, uh, she looks pretty manly to me. I'm beginning to have questions. I'm questioning everything, as you can tell. Uh, 2018, five years ago, and Stormy Daniels had admitted that there was no affair. How did she get paid? Like, somebody's got to explain to me. There's nobody listening that that explained to me. Like, I understand how the trip and fall things work. You know, people, they go lay down on the sidewalk, take a picture, call 911, and, uh, you know, it's uh, 30, 50 grand here in Pennsylvania, usually settled out of court kind of thing. I mean, you got to file in court, you got to get a lawyer, you get a sleazy lawyer to do it. But usually, you know, if it's anything plausible, if there was a medical bill, usually you're going to get paid. I mean, some of them, are so, you know, 
brazen. You know, you know, no, there is no ambulance call or anything like that. Some of it's very legitimate, by the way, just for the record. People get seriously messed up on trip and falls. You can't imagine. Um, but that's another story. There, there's a lot of people scamming it. Car accidents. I got rear-ended by that. Like, oh, if you wanted to scam that, I'm sure you could. I mean, the insurance company right out of the gate, they said, if we're going to pay you for this is like day one. They didn't ask me if I like had any pain. Like, just so you know, you don't get start getting paid for lost wages until the third day. I was like, all right, well, who said anything about any lost wages? But you can imagine how that gets scammed. I can only imagine. I don't know. But how does a stripper or whatever, you know, I don't I want to be polite, a professional um, choreographer, male, uh, I don't know, male directed choreographer. How's that? They can invent terms. Why can't I invent terms? So anyway, Stormy Daniels back in the news, even and Michael Cohen. So, I mean, listen to this whole story and tell me this isn't uh, uh, Jerry Springer type stuff. So Trump's own lawyer, his you know, headquarters gets ransacked by the FBI. Now, Bill Clinton paid uh, Paula Jones like, I don't know, $800,000, $850,000. His lawyer, who I think was Ken Starr, I don't know if that was the lawyer who did the settlement. There's no investigation. Suddenly... Michael Cohen's getting investigated. Not even investigated, like breaking into his office. Brazen stuff, right? And then, like, I, whatever happened to attorney-client privilege, I guess all that was completely out the window. And next thing you know, you're basically at a point now where Trump's former lawyer is out of prison and working on behalf of the government to, to take him down. Is anybody asking if he's getting paid anything for this? If not, how is he affording to go on these uh, TV tours uncompensated? How about Stormy Daniels? What, what's you know? What, how how did she get the flight out to New York or or wherever she's going to do the latest interview? Uh, maybe the dope by Zoom. What do I know? What do I know? I don't know anything. <laughs> I know this. Um, just the whole story's brazen, and people believe it. Let's see. Well, this is the Tuesday podcast. It's Monday for me. So we'll see if if by the time that I'm back here, if Trump got arrested, we shall. Wow, the Secret Service has spoken to the NYPD. Yeah, spoken about what? Trump's visit in April? Yeah, they said, quote, (laughs) visit. Yeah, okay. Looks like he's going to be turning himself in in April. That's how that'll all get. They'll spin it to to push it down, kick it down a couple more months out of that. Uh, it appears a delay in the Trump arrest this Tuesday. Waiting to hear now from our judicial expert. Okay. Uh, any day now. Any day now. He's going to jail. He really is. Any day. You know, there's a lot of people that would like to see him go to jail. It's really fascinating to me. And I can't, you know, get a simple explanation in simple terms. Why? 
What has he done? What do you mean? Open your eyes. Okay. Anyway, moving on. I know I sound terrible. Uh, I'd like to tell you I feel better. Uh, I'm not coughing as much. Very lethargic, tired, whatever you want to call it, run down, foggy-headed, more foggy-headed than normal, if you can imagine. And I I feel like this voice thing isn't going away. I'm a little concerned. I'm beyond concerned. i got to tell you the truth. Don't I always tell you the truth? Usually I do, I think. That's real That's real comforting, huh? You always tell the truth? Yeah, usually. <laughs> um, anyway, integrity. Where was I? I'm not feeling well. You can hear it in my voice. I don't really want to miss a podcast. Nobody's told me that it's too annoying to listen to. Maybe that'll come later. It'll come like, you know, by the way, I didn't want to say it then, but... Those podcasts were terrible. Yeah, thanks. I could be laying in bed right now doing absolutely nothing. Instead, I'm here sucking it up. I'll tell you a little personal story. Well, first of all, did I tell you that uh, Duke got uh, BB bit him? We pretty much narrowed it down. Yeah, she (laughs) she took a piece out of his backside. I hate to say it. We love Duke. And you know, I don't. I don't really believe in beating dogs, but you you have to be ready to beat the dog, and the dog needs to know that. Like the dog needs to know that if push comes to shove, you're not going to mess around. I've owned a few pit bulls, and trust me, you have a responsibility. If you're going to own a pit bull, you have to establish dominance over that damn dog. And even then, it doesn't mean that they're problem free. By the way, and then you mix them. Duke, he's got Shepherd in him. And they're just as crazy in a whole different way than the than the pit bulls are. And even the little dogs, my little Sophie. I don't know what she is. Habanero, jalapeno, something like that. One of those little furry white things. And uh you got you know, you know people are like sticking there. Look at you a little kid with snap and bite their face off. Jen's like I did a little research on BB's puncture wound. I'm like, oh, did you? She says, yeah, uh, BB really was not trying to inflict any damage. I said, is that right? She said, yeah, if if she would have been, there would have been the organ damage. <laughs> she wasn't kidding. You know, the dog that dog bite, takes a bite. It's it's not good. Bottom line, organ damage. That's great, just what I need. Well, at least Duke survived that. The problem is he picks fights with BB. I'm like, dude, I don't know. And he, we have a cone on this nut job. We put a soft cone on him, and um, I got this wound healing, you know. big. It's like a size of a quarter, all red. And uh, he's got this cone on, and he's still picking fights with BB. I don't know what to say about it. What are you going to do? Why did I get down that whole rabbit hole? Something about the dogs. I guess I just wanted to tell you. Uh, Lake Mead. You've heard me talk a little bit about this. I think I've actually have more of a personal interest in it than I've spoken about, which was really strange, to tell you the truth. Uh, as it is, I'm a yapper, right? Usually I talk about things that I'm interested in. Uh, so you've heard me talk about it a little bit with these lakes drying up. Um, Lake Powell, Lake Mead, which is the, what's the other one? 
Uh, I know somebody will tell me in all caps. Thank you. I'll think of it. Um, what's the uh, Tahoe? Not Tahoe. Tahoe's not one of the big three, is it? Anyway, you got the college. It's a broad area that this covers, like half the country. And these reservoirs, these are, I believe, in all three cases, um, man-made reservoirs. Okay? And they were meant to provide a certain amount of water to a certain number of people. And that has been pushed to the limit, for sure. But it's regulated. And so the limits are in place. So, you know, some of these uh, farmers are selling their water rights uh, because, you know, the farming uses so much water that if a developer... I'm just using this by way of example. I know I know if this is a true scenario, but you know, developer down in in LA wants to build a big building. He says there's not enough water rights. Well, he goes up to I don't know wherever uh, Navajapoke, Northern California, and uh, I made that up in case you couldn't tell. And um, you know, they buy the water rights from the farmer. And the farmer's like, I'll take the cash. A lot easier than farming up here. Which is what happened across Pennsylvania. The farming gets consolidated. Less people farming. So, uh, anyway, these these uh, lakes have been, these reservoirs have been dropping to what is reported to be dangerous levels. Which seems very plausible because of the bathtub rings. You can see where the water lines were and bodies are being uncovered and ships and cars and, and and you name it. And it's just these levels have gone down over 100 feet. I think the biggest drop, Lake Mead, don't quote me on this, dropped 160 feet. It's massive, right? And there's no doubt that there was a dry period. How dry, how long? I don't really know. I don't live out there. And even if you did, you're talking about a huge, huge area. A point was made. Each of these lakes produces power, hydroelectric power. Power never went out of service. Water levels never got that low. There was never any real panic from the government side, at least not that we were hearing of in the media, you hear from environmental, private people. I thought that the water was being overutilized and that the lack of uh, the ability of the different states to come to an agreement was resulting in mismanagement. Turns out that, at least in one case, that's really not the case. Uh, there's different articles here to support this. Uh, multiple different California publications linked and quoted here to support this. I have the links in the show notes so you can go back and check all this. I have here this map that shows in 2019 that all the reservoirs in California, more than three, this is California here, but all the California reservoirs were at capacity or higher. It was a bit dry, but to say that that was the problem was a myth. 
Well, then he says that uh, they were dumping water from the reservoirs out back into the ocean faster than it, it could be refilled. So you have to ask yourself, what kind of government does that and why? Now, let's not even go down the whole, you know, end of the world, um, cobble in control, puppet strings were doomed, humanities being extincted, whatever theories. Let's just go on basic human instinct a second or whatever you want to call it. Do these people have this warped idea that they're doing good on some front? An environment, no, no, we have to let a certain amount of water out for X, Y, Z. That may be. That may be. Maybe you say if we didn't, you know, all that habitat would be dead. But was the the, uh, the lakes where they built to also supply water? I don't know. What's the real truth in all that? The way it sounds from this data, government was sabotaging itself, basically, or its own citizens. Sure seems that way. I I think it sounds highly plausible. If this was all true, I've said this over and over again. Suppose you are a green, a green scammer and you believe that, that people are responsible for climate change, and you believe that the solution to that is solar panels. Okay, so be it then. Why wouldn't you build another reservoir as well? Can somebody explain that? No, no. There's no talk of that. Just like there's no talk of giving blood to Ukraine. Isn't that a funny little detail? I haven't heard for any about any shortages of coffins or body bags of you none at all haven't even seen a single photo as a matter of fact really makes you wonder it makes me wonder because it seems to be that there's people that on a variety of fronts do really well for themselves by making other people really unhappy and some of them have gotten pretty effective at it I think So this article caught my eye. The Jerusalem Post, of all places, 10 reasons why the Earth's future is better than you think. Get out of Dodge. Extreme, this is according to them. I have the links here. You can go read this detail to your heart's content. Pull it apart. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have time to go back and research all this. Uh, they say extreme poverty is declining. Do I agree or disagree? Well, it's, I don't know for sure. I would say at least somewhat agree. Hunger is diminishing. I completely agree. Show me, take me to somewhere. What the one? There's like two tribes left around the world where the people are, are not grossly obese as a whole. So I'm going to say hunger is diminishing. Yes. <laughs> Life expectancy is rising. Well, this data must have been collected before, uh, yeah, by 2021. That's what, that was it. I think it's changed a little bit. Child mortality down. Death in childbirth is declining. Students are staying in school longer. Literacy is increasing. 
Moore's law has thus far proven true. More than half a century ago, Gordon Moore proposed a theory that would radically change our conception of technology. The power of microchips running our computers, he predicted, would double every two years, while their cost would remain about the same. He predicted the invention of home computers, cell phones, self-driving cars, and smartwatches, all of which would become much less over time. Moore's law has since becoming has since proven true. Some claim this trend cannot continue, given the limitations of how many transistors can fit on a chip. Others, however, believe that the computer power can continue to grow exponentially. Number nine, it's fascinating, right? You think about what's going on with AI. I could go on and on. I'm not going to do it today. Not with this voice. Internet access is increasing. I don't know if I view that as good. And 10, use of renewable energy is increasing. And I'm not a green scammer, but I do believe that renewables have a a great place. So do electric vehicles. I just don't think that gas and other fuels should be banned. Let electric compete on its own, that's all. Where's John Fetterman? I don't know. It's a legitimate question. He's been elected to the Senate, some people say, beginning to think it wasn't just a corpse they propped up there. Same case with Biden, seems to be. Now, at least you see Biden out and about. No Fetterman. Went to the hospital for depression. Haven't seen him since. His wife left for Canada. And uh, he's like uh, passing a budget and stuff like that. I don't know. Did you hear this story about uh, Steve Bannon? Uh, a friend of Steve Bannon. Chinese exiled Chinese businessman. Charged with over $1 billion in fraud. Has any of this been substantiated? I mean, this is crazy. This guy's a multi-billionaire. Happens to be anti-communist, uh, Chinese Communist Party. Pound around with Steve Bannon, I guess some kind of financer of, of Steve Bannon's operation there. And suddenly he ends up in jail for fraud. I don't know. It's really interesting. Do you really believe that? All these people? Who knows? We don't know. Could be. Bannon, he seems a little little slippery to me in some ways, at least some ways. Sounds plausible. Who knows the truth? CNN uh, saying that evidence of Chinese money to Biden's family uh, doesn't look good. Isn't it funny how they characterize things? Remember when Trump met, you know, went to Moscow to consider building a hotel there, they were... And his foreign business interests, oh, the way they paraded that, people would talk, be like, what, what foreign interest is that do you speak of? Well, I don't know what they are. He really checked that he has any? I'm not saying he didn't. Don't, don't other people? I don't know. CNN says it uh, doesn't look good. <laughs> I would tend to agree. I tend to agree. Biden family getting money from the Chinese, but he said, no, 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 I, I didn't get any of it. Don't don't loop me into that. Where did you get your money, Joe? Why don't we ask that? Let me just make it simple on everybody. I think uh, last year he made like $10 million, or the year before, I forget. Where'd that money come from? Just curious. Income, $10 million in income from a guy who's making, whatever, 250000 a year. I don't know. Everybody buddy Dan sent me this. Do you remember this, the Hainan Island incident in 2001? 
uh, and Navy t- intelligence plane shot down. Um, it was like pretty much over China, more or less. It was like so close. Chinese shot it down, had the personnel for a while. And I forget the backpedaling in the, in the media at that time. But the United States has been provoking China. I mean, you look at what the government's doing to the people of California. Their own citizens. And you, and you wonder why the, the Chinese and the Russians are doing everything they can to get out from under the thumb of the American politics? Gee, I don't know. It was the, uh, was it the 20th anniversary of the Iraq invasion? The two th- yeah, 20 year. And they were saying that, you know, Iraq's a mess, basically. Arguably better off. Maybe. How much damage do we do? Look at this situation with COVID. Where did it come? It came from a bat. Okay. Or a bio lab. Or a lab in China. What does that mean, a lab in China? They didn't even say bio lab, right? A lab near the Wuhan lab in China. Okay, the Wuhan lab. What kind of lab would that be? In say vaccine lab, we weren't making vaccines. The best we can tell, were they? Anybody ever cover that? Why was the the United States there? Gain of function research, all this cryptic nonsense. I don't know. It sounds to me like the United States and China were working together to make bio weapons. Best I can tell. If not, the Chinese were making them in the same lab where they were had Americans working. That's pretty brazen. I'm sure it was all segregated off and whatnot. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Why are we having these problems? Why, why, are, we, why are we having problems with China? You don't hear uh, Chinese planes getting shot down over here. Look at the, the response to the balloon here. This was a spy plane back in 2001. Nobody nobody likes to be on the receiving end of it. Why would we think they would? Yet it continues. Continues on and on. I thought this was interesting. Uh, CNN says that more black men are needed in the classroom. It's according to uh, diversity advocates who say that black male teachers are underrepresented in schools across the country. Data to prove it. I haven't gathered the data yet, but uh, I would like to say that more white men are needed in the national basketball. I, mean, I, I haven't done the whole survey, but by, from a general scan, there's hardly a white guy out there, for God's sake. Certainly not proportionate to the population. I think we need to you know, be fair about this. Why don't we take some of those black basketball players and make them teachers and some white guys can go back to playing basketball. It's good for everybody, you see. That's equality. Am I wrong? Tell me where I'm wrong about that. Am I completely? Wasn't that the essence of equality, what I just laid out? I don't know. Nobody's even bringing up the poor Asians. They don't even get any representation. How about the Jewish schmuck? He's like, hey, where do I, where do I fall here? I don't know. What did my, my Jewish business partner used to say? There's two things you want to be Jewish. <laughs> your meats and your doctor. 
All right. I'm not going to argue with that. Tends to be, I would say, mostly true. <laughs> More often than not. So I grabbed this off of Twitter. I'll leave you with this to tell you how nuts the world has become. Here's a New York Police Department motorcade, police motorcade, two, four, six, eight, ten. There's got to be, I don't know, 50 police officers here. New York City Police Department have increased their presence outside a drag queen story hour event in Manhattan hosted by New York Attorney General Lolita James. Dr. Jordan Peterson wrote about this grown men in female lingerie reading to children brought to the event by narcissistic parents parading their faux compassion story hour. It really is amazing. Tell me that there isn't a mass epidemic of mental illness in this country. People say I'm the crazy one. Am I really? I sound like it right now. I know that's for sure. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow too. We'll see. I hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.